Good morning. Thank you for joining me, Pastor Zach Williams of Flat Creek Baptist Church, for another edition of New Horizons, the daily podcast and radio ministry of Flat Creek Baptist Church. It is always my greatest joy to be able to dive deep into God's Word with you, and I pray that these daily podcasts are a blessing to you and your walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. If you would like more information about Flat Creek and how we might come alongside of you and your walk with the Lord Jesus, please go to our website, flatcreekchurch.net, and it would be the greatest joy for us to be able to walk with you. Today, we're going to continue talking on this subject of division in the church, and we're in uh, the heart of Acts chapter number 15. Now, I showed you this yesterday. Uh, this division that has, has, has broken out in the church is all over uh, this idea of salvation. Is salvation by grace through faith, or is it also that you have to be saved by grace through faith, but you also have to be circumcised? So which is it? Can you just, is grace really enough? And that was really the question that was being posed to the young church. Now, yesterday, I told you that we have to be very careful when we are, when we have division in the church that we consider the ramifications of the division. Now, that's going to really come out of the heart of what I'm about to say to you. And I don't, I don't want you to be shocked by what I'm about to say. I want you to really listen to this entire podcast so that you can hear my heart on this and you can understand. So when we think about division in the church, it is my belief, and I truly believe that we see this in the text today, that there are some things in the church worth dividing over. Now that might seem uh, a, a bit strange to hear a pastor say. Did you just say that there's actually some things in the church worth dividing over? And the answer to that question is yes. And you say, well, give me an example of a time when division was necessary. Well, how about right here in Acts 15? I, I mean, here are these, these, these guys that have come down to the church at Antioch and, and they're beginning to, to spread this propaganda, this lie that unless you were circumcised according to the custom prescribed by Moses, you cannot be saved. That is a false gospel. And because it's a false gospel, the Bible says that Paul and Barnabas engaged them in serious argument and debate. And so here they come, they're preaching a false gospel, and Paul and Barnabas rise up amongst the number and they say, hold on, just, just take a moment to step back and listen to what you're saying. Because what you're saying is wrong. And we're going to call you on it because it's not right. Now, you can imagine those guys that had come down from Judea, that they were standing firm. They weren't backing down. They were standing on this false gospel that they were preaching. And Paul and Barnabas, they weren't backing down. And the Bible says that because of this, the church arranged for Paul and Barnabas and some of the elders uh, in Jerusalem, uh, or to go up to some of the apostles and elders in Jerusalem concerning the controversy. So the church says, okay, well, let's do this. Let's take this matter to those that, that are higher up than us, and let's let them decide what is right. And so Paul and Barnabas had taken a stand. It was worth dividing over. 
Now, friends, I will tell you that in the church today, when it comes to matters of the gospel, there are some things that we just take our stand on. We take our stand on the virgin birth of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is necessary. It is essential. If Jesus isn't born of a virgin, he isn't the sinless son of God. So we take our stand on it. And if somebody should come in the door and they should begin to preach a different Jesus, one who is not eternal, one who is not co-equal with the Father, one who is not born of a virgin, then we take our stand. It's worth dividing over. When we think about uh, the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ, and, and we think about is his death sufficient to save sinners, we believe that it is, that the blood of Jesus Christ that, that through his blood, the world can be saved and that people can be reconciled to God if they come to him by faith. Now, there might be somebody that comes in and says it's not necessary. There are many different ways to heaven. There are many different paths to heaven. And they begin to preach a false gospel. We'll take a stand on that. And there will be a divide over that. We think about the resurrection. We stand on the bodily resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're not going to waver from it because we believe that Jesus died. He was buried and three days later, he got up from the grave and we believe he ascended into heaven and that he's coming back. We're going to take our stand on that. Somebody comes along and says, you know what? It wasn't a bodily resurrection. He raised as a spirit. He didn't really die. It was just a hallucination. Whatever the case may be, we're taking our stand on the resurrection and we are willing to divide over it if need be because we are going to stand on the truth of the gospel. Someone comes along and they say, you know what? This Bible you hold in your hand, you know, it, 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 it has some truth in it. Uh, it has some, some good stories in it, but you can't trust it. It's authoritative, but it's not inerrant. Friends, we'll divide over that. This book is inerrant, it's infallible, it's authoritative, it's holy, it's God's word. We're not going to back off of it. So there's some things in the church that are worth dividing over. And Paul and Barnabas were willing to stand there and say, we're not going to move. Now, what I find very interesting is when they get to the church at Jerusalem, the Bible says in verse 5 that there were some Pharisees who, who were there who stood up and said, it is necessary to circumcise them and command them to keep the law of Moses. And then I love what happens next. The apostles and the elders, they assembled to consider this matter. And after they had been much debate, so we see that this is contentious issue, it was Peter who stood up. Once again, you got to love Peter. And Peter puts his feet solid on the rock of Christ Jesus. And listen to what he says. Brothers, you are aware that in the early days, God made a choice among you. That by the mouth of the Gentiles, or by my mouth, the Gentiles would hear the gospel message and believe. And God, who knows the heart, testified to them by giving the Holy Spirit just as he did also to us. He made no distinction between us and them, cleansing their hearts by faith. Now then, why are you testing God by putting a yoke on the disciples' necks that neither our ancestors nor we have been able to bear? On the contrary, we believe we are saved through the grace of the Lord Jesus in the same way they are. Then the whole assembly fell silent and they listened to Barnabas and Paul describing all the signs and wonders God had done through them among the Gentiles. 
And after they stopped speaking, James responded and said, Brothers, listen to me. Simeon has reported how God first intervened to take from the Gentiles a people for his name. And the words of the prophets agree with this, as it is written. After these things, I will return and rebuild David's fallen tent. I will rebuild its ruins and set it up again so the rest of humanity may seek the Lord, even all the Gentiles who were called by my name, declares the Lord, who does these things known from long ago. Therefore, in my judgment, we should not cause difficulties for those among the Gentiles who turn to God. When we hear that, what happens is, because Paul and Barnabas were willing to take a stand against false teaching in the church, the message and the salvation of Jesus Christ by grace through faith alone has been passed down from generation to generation and has come to us. We must take a stand on the gospel, even if it causes division, even if it causes schisms, even if it causes debates, we must take a stand. The preservation of the gospel depends on this generation standing firm on the rock of Christ Jesus and not wavering. So are you standing today? Are you willing to go to bat for the truth of the gospel, even if it means that you're going to be ridiculed, rejected, and possibly even cast out? Paul and Barnabas were, and I pray we would have that same heart. May God bless you, and I'll see you next time on New Horizons.